welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. Welcome. Welcome to the Creative Marketing Show. I'm your host, Rosh Sillers. It's great to have you here. So this week's show, little clickbaity, but really is a serious topic. Is the photography industry dead? or at least for you. And actually, that's a real conversation. Now, the photography industry is dead when people stop using photographs, when people stop using visual images. Now, there may be some other ways in which people can find or create or receive visual imagery. Maybe there'll be something that people prefer outside of photographs in the future. We don't know that. We are still in the midst of a huge heyday of photography needs out there. However, the question is, are you one of those people that people that photography buyers want to buy from? That could be a bride. That could be an art director. It could be a small business owner. There are a number of people who purchase photography for various reasons. And different types of photography over time have become more accessible. But with that access, you have to remember something. Think about it this way. In the past, people may not have used photography because it wasn't accessible. So many situations in which people would have loved to have had a photograph or would like to have used a photograph or honestly, it would have been better, maybe a brochure or something out there to get people's attention would have been better served with a great photograph. Now, here's the thing. Because photography is more accessible today, more people have seen the benefits of good photography. And a lot of times they use stock photography. However, over time, they realize, you know what? We need something that's more customized to us. What we're using looks like stock photography. Now, it may be better than nothing, but we want to customize those images. And in some cases, people hire photographers because they hear about a situation where somebody created photographs themselves. They handed everybody a easy to use camera at the wedding and depended on other people to provide them with the photographs, just friends, but they did not really structure the photographs or have a shot list. Or if it was a friend, they weren't that good. In other words, they weren't professional. There are many reasons why people need to hire photographers. However, there are more photographers than ever before. So the photography business is not dead, and it continues to be a core part of life, photography. Now, again, the equipment is much better, say, in phones. I just just got a new Samsung, and it is amazing what I can do with that Samsung phone in terms of creating photographs. However, the point still remains that people still need photographers. Yes, they can take the photographs, but it's much more convenient to have a professional do it 
rather than doing it themselves. Unless, I mean, there are a lot more hobbyists today, which of course are competing with professionals in some way and take a lot of the low-hanging fruit. It is true. But there are new ways in which photographers, and we've talked about this on the podcast, new ways in which photographers can create visual imagery and for different reasons and for different needs. And for you to be relevant in the photography industry, you need to figure out what those things are. There are some types of photography that I used to do that I just don't do anymore. Maybe I haven't worked very hard to earn new clients in that area of photography. Maybe there just aren't as many clients that need or customers that need that service anymore. But it has faded. And I've had to go into other areas that have been very profitable, have worked very well. My photography career is very different today than it was many years ago. The bottom line is, is the photography business dead for you? Well, there are two things that you need to know if you want to be relevant. First of all, photography is a commodity today if you allow it to be in your life. So just because you can create a good photograph with an interesting filter even, and maybe even some techniques in Lightroom or Photoshop, and it looks great. Yes, it looks great, but a million other photographers can do the same way. Now, as I've always said, only you have your eye, and you must treasure that fact. But you can't create average. You just can't. Unless, unless you are a really good salesperson. If you're a really good salesperson, then you are selling the most valuable part of your photography business. Not your photographs. You. You're selling you. So what can you do to better sell you in the role of photographer? That's what's going to keep you in the business. If you're just dependent on, hey, you know, friends and families tell me I have a good eye and I'm out there and I'm creating images and wow, they look great. And that's just not going to do it. Yes, you could get a few clients here and there, but you, you're not going to survive overall. You need to know how to sell what you're doing and continuously educate and improve what you're doing. And of course, as we often talk about, use the combination code, combining something such as a technique, a maybe a process, a philosophy, a style, a technology, um, something from another industry as a whole that you can combine with your photography to create something new, a new service as a whole that includes photography. And I highly recommend that scenario. What is it that you can combine with your photography to create a unique service, which still allows you to photograph on a regular basis because you love photography and that is great. But if there's something else you can combine with it to make yourself unique and then get out there and learn how to sell it. See, I think a lot of times we try something once. Maybe we 
say, hey, if I combine this and this and I charge this price and you share the idea with your friend or another photographer and they look at you, it's like, no, that's that's crazy. And then you stop rather than seeing if there really is a market for it, which there may not be, but there may very well be, because if you are looking to solve people's problems, of course, you need to look at what are some of those problems. And price is not the problem. Price is a problem if, wow, you know, you, there are so many people who can do exactly what I need done. I just don't want to do it. And the reality is I can find the cheapest price and I'll be fine with it. Now, that's a problem if you're a photographer fighting for that type of work. And believe me, there is a lot more of that work out there than ever before. Believe me, I, I run into it all the time. Yes, I do get frustrated. It does seem like more and more people are really looking for cheap, cheap photography. And situations where people would have just automatically hired me, customers that I already have, they've just gone on and done it themselves in some situations because the budget wasn't there. They didn't, they just didn't plan it. The, the company didn't feel that photography was valuable enough to pay for in that specific situation. Doesn't mean I lost the client, but there are more and more of those situations that happen. And I, I see that more and more. I mean, it is a reality, which means I have a choice, just like you have a choice. I can fight with that company, try to convince them and educate them that they really should be using photography more and more, or I can create some situations that maybe I can sell, some new products, some new services that I can sell to that company in combination with other technologies and so forth that maybe could help them sell more. What are they trying to do? What's their problem? They want to sell more. Well, if I can create a look or a style or, or again, a technology, maybe it's virtual reality, maybe it's augmented reality, maybe it's in combination with some marketing techniques, then maybe I can bring that opportunity to them. Even better, I can take that opportunity to new companies and new prospects and present myself in a new way, giving these companies some new opportunities that maybe they had not thought of. Or again, creating something that is unique within the wedding field, the senior field. Be a leader. You're going to have to be a leader in some way. Even if it's your own unique thing that's not taking off right now, you just need to continuously innovate and try new concepts and ideas to see if one will catch and present it. Doesn't mean you don't have that safeguard, maybe. Maybe you have a safeguard style that it seems like a lot of people like, but you still need to push the edge if you want to remain relevant. Is the photography industry dead? No, it's changing. It's always changing. And that has been a theme throughout the summer on this podcast, just how photography is changing. It has always changed. And sometimes it's really hard. You're not alone. I'm not alone. When I sit back and think, okay, what is different today than last year or five years ago that I can participate in? Now, sometimes 
we feel like it's too late to jump on a trend. And I have thought that many times through the years, many times through the years, I, I saw a trend, a certain style that was really starting to take off, but man, all these other photographers are doing it, you know, over the last year. And, and I think it's going to die. It, it, it doesn't, it keeps growing and growing and more people discover it. And I've missed the boat on a few trends through the years, quite often styles, you know, within Photoshop, different looks. And I didn't pick up on the trend and apply it. Now, I do apply some of these techniques and styles here and there for some of my clients, but I don't have many clients looking for those styles through the years. Now, some of those styles have faded, but they always seem to last a lot longer than you think they should. So if there's a style or something that you see that you say, wow, I should probably try that. It's relatively new. It's a look that people seem to like. And even if you're saying, well, yeah, but all these photographers are doing this still, it's still young. It's still young in the game. Believe me, you know, maybe three, four years from now, five years from now, some of these styles still continue are so long in the tooth. I, I saw an example the other day and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. We were doing this in 2002, but maybe it's just become standard. Maybe that's the case, and people are building on top of that standard. So don't let the idea of a new trend, although you've been seeing it for a year or so, and it interests you, and you've dabbled with it, try it. Keep it going. You may have some opportunity, some room to grow over the next couple of years. But again, keep looking for the next thing. Because that is one thing that won't change, is that the evolution of photography and, well, the types of clients and what people will pay for. You hear it, I hear it all the time. Why won't people pay for this type of photography? Why are they doing it themselves? Don't they know I could do it better? But how much better is it? How much better are you providing than somebody snapping images with their iPhone? Let's be realistic. Step back. What is that difference? Break it down. Maybe there is a difference. And if there is a difference, you need to present that as part of the overall message that you're putting out there. Who is your favorite photographer? Why? Now, people ask me that question, and you know what? I've often been somebody who didn't have a favorite photographer. I didn't study photographers very much. I mean, I went to photography school, went to an art school, and we studied history and we studied the photographers at the time, you know, taking a look at the um, photographers from the Depression era who farm security administration photographers who photographed all during the Depression and the Dust Bowl. Uh, looking at Diane Arbus, looking at other photographers through the decades that have made an impact in just the general history. And yeah, so I'm familiar with many photographers, but what about today? Who are those photographers today? And if you ask me that question, I got to be honest, I really don't know. And if I want to take the next steps in my photography, which, you know, in all sincerity, I think I should. 
I've been a pretty straightforward shooter, but I have good skills, good connections, relationships, ways in which I earn new clients. It has worked very well for me. However, maybe I need to take a look. Maybe you need to take a look at what other photographers are doing. Now, I know the technology. I know what's happening in, in many of the trends that are available for, t- for photographers. I know about, you know, obviously we have mirrorless turning into a revolution right now, well underway. A revolution, mirrorless cameras, well underway. And I know that augmented reality, well underway. Virtual reality, well underway. So many things that you can do. The new techniques, yes, absolutely. Some of the new techniques, but probably not all of them that are out there that people are doing and using um, looks and styles, but really studying the photographers that are making a good living, that are selling a lot of work. And maybe for you, that's the person in town that is getting all the buzz. Why is that? Why are they getting all the buzz? Maybe, you know, say if they're a wedding photographer, it's not so much about the photography. Maybe you look at their photography and say, eh, it's, it's okay. It's good. You know, they're, they're competent. But why, why is everybody flocking to them? Because it may be the experience of working with them. The experience of the day. They're a part of the day for that couple. And in a way that's making their wedding a better, more fulfilling wedding day. As I've mentioned many times, a lot of times, it's more than just the photograph. It's the experience. It's all the other things today. Quite often, it is all the other things on top of the photograph. Maybe, maybe it's a combination. They have videography, still photography, DJ, and they put it together in a package that is just tremendous. It may be a good value, but also a great experience, and it just, they make it easy. So what I'm saying is look at other photographers in your hometown or nationally. Maybe you can bring a style that is really taking off in the West Coast or the East Coast or someplace else, Miami, and you're in middle America with a good wedding business, but you're bringing something, you're one of the first to bring a specific style to your area, to your region. And quite honestly, today, photographers need to look at at least developing relationships and opportunities regionally, not just their hometown. This is because the people that want the style that you are creating, maybe you're creating something unique. And there still may be people who want a very traditional look, you know, maybe for weddings or seniors or product photography. They want a more traditional look, but they're not willing to pay for it. So to be able to find the people that want that unique style, look, technology, whatever it may be, the combination process that you create, you're going to have to look in a larger area to find the right people who like your work and are willing to pay the price that 
your style commands. And this easily leads into social media, which gives you that voice to talk to more people and show your work to a larger audience on a regular basis. It's hard to do this one-on-one. Yes, referrals will develop over time. However, it's social media, your Instagram and Facebook, that will get your work, Pinterest, that will get your work in front of the most number of people who may be interested in your style in a way. Now you say, wait a minute, I have my own unique thing. I don't want to put it out there. I'm going to get copied. Well, I think you would rather be the go-to person, the person that created a specific style and everybody's talking about that style and you can be kind of the founder, the the uh, expert on that style that photographer people refers to as we use this style, and they're putting your name. That's much better because you're going to get the top of the line people looking for the person who is the originator of that style. Now, obviously, that is a tall order. It's tough to do. But that only happens for people who continuously try new things and test We often think the big photographers just started doing. No, they they looked to see what other photographers were doing or they experimented on their own until they found the style that they liked as well as customers resonated with. It took time. It always takes time. Now, for some, it takes months, while others, it takes years. And even others takes decades. Well, I don't think we have decades today. But we do need to have a plan over a year, two years, and continuously try new things and present our work in different ways to attract the right people to our photography. So that's where I stand on is the industry dead? No, we're in the heyday still of photography. There's more need for photography than ever before. There are more photographers than ever before. However, if you are going to allow photography to be a part of your business, You can't be just an average photographer who happens to create well-composed, well-exposed images that anybody else can create. If it was easy for you, it's easy for them too. However, nobody has your eye and creativity. You have opportunities out there. There are more opportunities than ever before for the photographer. And I'm looking forward to seeing your visual innovations. Hit me up on Twitter at Rosh Sillers. We'll talk to you next week.